Straight Talk on News Talk 1400 WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS, Champaign-Urbana. A presentation of the Rotary Club of Champaign and the News Gazette to give students in Champaign County a chance to step up to the mic and voice their opinions on important issues that affect their lives as well as ours. A youth committee has been selected by the News Gazette and Rotary Club of Champaign as well as the Champaign County Superintendents of Schools with two students from every high school in our county represented and from youth organizations like the Don Moyer Boys and Girls Club. Each month representatives of the youth committee will choose a topic to discuss and they will present it on the air. An important part of Straight Talk will be hearing from listeners, both students and adults, about their perspective on the topic and the comments made by the students and callers. Thanks for tuning in as we begin Straight Talk. Good morning, I'm Diane Ducey, and I want to thank the students for coming in today. I'm going to run through their names. Alyssa Combs of Judy Christian, also Rebecca Rapale of Fisher High School. They're manning the phones right now. If you want to start calling, 356-9397. Today's topic is the recent attack on America and how our youth feels about it. We have Amanda Schoonover from Unity High School here, Harvin Sethi of Champaign Centennial, and Kayana Hunter from Champaign Central, who is also representing the Don Moyer Boys and Girls Club. How are you guys feeling today? It's nice to be here. Very good. See? I'm really excited about this. Very good. I'm glad uh, you guys came out and are representing the youth of our area. Now, as far as um, you, Kayana Hunter, tell me about uh, what you were doing on September 11th. Um, on September the 11th, I was in my first period class, and my teacher was looking on the internet, and he had told us that the World Trade Center had been hit. Um, then the bell rung. I went to my next period class, and they announced it over the intercom. And so they told us that they were going to keep us updated on everything. And it was a lot of people that were sad because they had family in New York, and teachers had kids and things in New York, and some people had to leave. And stuff. Harvin, how about your experience? Well, I was rowing the hallway, and I had just I had heard from different people that a plane had struck the building, and I was kind of in disbelief, didn't really know how serious the attack was until I reached my uh, second hour, which was actually AP government, and uh, ironically we were talking about what would happen if our government was overthrown, something of that nature, and um, uh, our teacher brought in a projector and we uh, researched the internet trying to find some uh, straight facts of what was going on, and uh, we also brought in a radio to find out um, what was actually going on. We'd heard a lot of different stories about the Pentagon car bombings, things like that, but we wanted to know what was actually going on, and when we found out, it kind of all struck us at different points, and uh, it was it was pretty serious. Did you have access at uh, Champaign Centennial to see some of this in progress with television? Some of the classrooms did have cable television, and um, some students went to those classrooms to watch, but um, others decided to stay and uh, listen to the radio and maybe look on the internet, try to find their way of uh, getting a proper source and um, when people found out it was it was kind of scary. Yeah it is. Amanda Schoonover, Unity High School. Actually at first I had no clue what was going on and uh, I get to my first hour class and people were talking about it and I like Harvin didn't believe it and then we turned on the TV and we were watching it and we all were in disbelief as we saw what was going on and the expressions on my government teachers face just almost brought me to tears it certainly has changed the face of America. Uh, it's, as far as the youth perspective of it all, after you saw what was happening, was there discussions being held in your classrooms? Yeah. Um, well, really, like they said, everyone is in, was in disbelief. So we kept saying, you know, we can't believe, you know, that this happened. And um, students were were going, you know, getting ready to cry because our, you know, teachers had families there and stuff, and just looking at them, you know, was really, really sad. It really was. You had a relative in the area, didn't you, Harvin? Yeah, my uncle owns a business within two blocks of the World Trade Center, and um, when the actual attack happened, he had to uh, pretty much run for his life, and he ended up going a total of about 87 blocks, and... Um, on top of that, he's he's of the Indian culture, and there were um, some some uh, p harassing people around and uh, targeting him because he might have looked um, Arabic, 
And uh, so he went into a bathroom and took off the turban that he was wearing so he wouldn't uh, look so uh, uh, Arabic and um, ended up having to flee for two different reasons. And yes. as a, I actually talked to him recently, and uh, he said he still is not really wearing that his turban and he's been wearing a baseball cap so uh, to avoid harassment from people. We'd like to encourage other students and parents to call uh, as they reflect on the recent attack on America, 356-9397 or 1-800-223-9397. We're recounting uh, where we were, how we handled September 11th, how we learned about the terrorist attack. Uh, we have uh, 12 different schools that are part of our, our youth committee, and uh, Straight Talk is formulated. Uh, each uh, different school has different students step up every uh, month for different topics. And this one, we felt like it was important to uh, be discussing something that's uh, affecting all of us. And the youth of America just doesn't have much of a voice these days, so we're glad that you guys are stepping up to the mic and telling us how you feel. Now, as far as uh, any, you were mentioning the, the racial tension that your uncle felt there, uh, Harvin. Um, can you talk about any stress within the school when it comes to uh, racial tensions? I know people aren't probably pointing at each other saying you're a terrorist, but uh, how bad is it getting or is it bad at all? No, I mean, it's it's probably the opposite of that. I've seen our school kind of bond after the, the couple of days you saw less cliques and um, less uh, harassment between students. And it just seems that people came together and forgot their differences. And um, that, that was a good thing in our school. But uh, as you can see around the nation, there have been some people who uh, have taken their anger out about this act and they've uh, pointed fingers at certain races and decided to uh, take out their actions. How about you, Amanda, at Unity? Um, are people coming together as a uh, school, as a American people? Yeah, it's, it's very amazing to see how well everybody comes together at times like this, but it, it's kind of disappointing to know that it takes something like this to bring people together. But yeah, we've been having days, we, we talk about it as much as we can before people get too tired of it. and. We've had red, white, and blue days to honor this, and it's just—it's it, amazing. Well, I know Unity just recent had their uh, recently had their homecoming, and uh, you guys have a Spirit Week, and yeah. everybody was wearing red, white, and blue on a day. Yeah, on Thursday, everybody wore red, white, and blue. Uh, Kiana from uh, Champagne Central, did you guys get patriotic on um, a day? Yeah, we um just last Thursday we all wore red, white, and blue, and. The um, deans came in and passed out stickers for, um, of the American flag. And it really, we really have bonded, I believe, at Champagne Centrum. You know, less conflicts with each other, you know, because we have more time. We have something to talk about, mm -hmm. you know. And so, yeah. I've heard uh, some parents say that uh, they're glad that their kids are getting involved and not watching so much MTV and uh, <laughs> playing so many video games and things like that. Uh, Harvin, tell me about your uh, social life or uh, any things that you're doing as far as extracurricular activities. Are you trying to escape the news or is it nice to just get away from it for a while? Well, the, the first week it actually, I kind of became really entrapped in all of this and I actually put aside my homework to watch some of it because I was I was really interested in what was going on. I bet your teachers just love that. Like a lot of <laughs> like a lot of other students, but it it was just really interesting to to see what was happening because our generation's never seen anything quite like this, and it's it's a once in a lifetime thing. So I was trying to soak up everything I could, but I had to keep going because I'm I'm decently involved in my school, so I had to take time out and uh, also. Uh, think what was important. That's right. Well, you do have to delegate, and I know teenagers have a lot on their plate these days. Um, Amanda, you're pretty involved there at Unity High School. Yeah, I've, I've had very little time to get to know what's going on and hear very much about it from the news other than what we've been doing here, but uh, I, it's, I've been really busy. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost a welcome break, though, to uh, have so many social events and band and uh, things like that that yeah. you're involved in. Um, how about you at the Don Moyer Boys and Girls Club? <laughs> oh. Are they discussing it there? Um, yeah, they they really are. Um, this really drawn my interest. So I don't really watch the news, but every, ever since September the 11th, I've been watching the news, trying to you know stay updated on everything because this... <laughs> It's important. Yeah, it is. That's right. How about the um, looking at 
since you guys are what uh, five years away from voting <laughs> and becoming responsible Americans, where you're really voicing your opinion, and uh, you know you could uh, start thinking about political offices, or you never know there could be a draft. Have you thought about the uh, consequences of what's happened on this attack of America? And what the young people are feeling today when it comes to, is our country going to fight? Well, I know when we uh, heard about the attack in uh, my AP government class, there were a couple of uh, guys who br in the class who brought up the possibility of getting drafted. And uh, I'm, I'm guessing that there are some students out there who are scared of getting drafted and others who, who are looking and are uh, anxious to get drafted and fight for our country. So there's, there's probably two si sides out there. I'm not. Sh I'm not even sure if ladies are available to step up to the draft or not. But uh, w would you guys be willing to fight for our country? Um, I, I would. I'm sorry, but I would because I, as an individual, I would like to join the navy. I'm going into the service after high school. So. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, I'd be afraid to, but for our country, I think I would do it as well. Yeah. Just. Okay. Now, you mentioned uh, wearing red, white, and blue at school. How about uh, so many Americans are stepping up to the uh, donation plate and uh, donating money to the American Red Cross? Um, yeah, our school at Unity, our FCCLA, collected $1,450 from collecting around the school, and then our student council doubled that. Wow. And our Unity Junior High School donated forty dollars to us to donate to them very good yeah uh, has your school been uh, uh, yeah. passing the plate or has there been uh, yeah we have going? raised um, if I'm not mistaken they said just like a couple of days after the tragedy it was six thousand three thousand something like that at but Champagne yes, Central at Champagne Central and they're still donating money so oh, with Rare Cross donation and they're okay. constantly still donating. Harvin have you looked into that at Champagne Centennial I know we have a lot of different organizations at our school that are that are asking for donations, and we've gotten a decent amount of money also. So I I think our school's been pretty involved. Uh, I know we've we've got together a huge card that we're sending to New York that the student council made, and a lot of people have signed that. And uh, like I said, a couple of organizations are taking donations, and we've gotten a decent amount of money. I'm not sure. In, the, the figures, but mm -hmm. right. How about uh, sporting events? I know the Fighting Illini game was canceled that weekend, and uh, that affected a lot of us. Were there other sporting events that were canceled, Harvin? Um, I was going to talk that uh, instead of the Fighting Illini game, they had the memorial service. Yes, and uh, yeah. I had yeah. a great honor of being involved in that and singing there, and um, that it it, br it brought our community together, and it was it gave me such a great feeling over there and so I, I think it was it was a good decision to, to cancel that football game. You were part of Champagne Centennial's choir? Yes, uh, I'm part of the Expressions Choir which is the the top choir at Champagne Centennial and show choir we usually go around the community singing and uh, um, our school um, and also Central Union Urbana came together at Memorial Stadium and we we sang a song called United We Stand and it, it was it was a great moment over there. Were you there too, Amanda? No, I okay. wasn't, unfortunately. Did you attend no, the service at Memorial Stadium? Service. Okay. Well, I know that uh, that was a good experience at Memorial Stadium, and we're glad the community came together for that. That's at least one of the bright spots of this recent attack on America is that uh, it's impacted our lives in so many different ways, and we're uh, talking about that, sharing this discussion with you. Call up at 356-9397 or 1-800-223-9397 as we uh, share in uh, different um, people's perspective of uh, how they interpreted what was happening, uh, what happened at your high school or school, uh, what happened in religious classes and things like that. Are, were people discussing it? Uh, I don't know whether you guys, I know typically Wednesday nights, um, I'm from Tolono, sometimes there's CCD classes and things like that, but uh, has this changed your perspective and made you, uh, you know, worship uh, God a little more and, and pray for, for wisdom for our, our president? Yeah. I'll have to say, yeah. I, <laughs> I like, like if I see an airplane or something now, it's like kind of nervous. I'm getting a little nervous now, but I mean, I do pray more now. I'm really serious, I do, because 
Harvin, you got any uh, perspective on this? Yeah, I mean, my family has has prayed more for the the victims and and the people who are uh, trying to save lives out there. And you could see it right when it happened, when uh, our school heard of it. You could see people uh, immediately praying for the safety of our country and for for our leaders to make uh, rational decisions. Yeah, um, we our school on the National Prayer Day, we got together and had an assembly. And the amount of people that you could tell were taking the time to pray during that, it was it was really amazing. And I hope that this brings a lot more people closer to God because it's what we need. It's interesting to see the, the turnabout that, um, you know, before it was like nobody wanted to talk about religion in school or, uh, you know, everybody has their own right to worship whoever they want or whatever, and, and everybody respects that. But it seems like in your own way, everybody has turned in themselves and, and really, you know, gotten in touch with their spiritual side more than they had before this attack on America. So it's uh, interesting to hear the youth voice on that. It's uh, great that everybody's coming together this morning and uh, we're able to talk about this. We do have a special guest coming up. That would be uh, Kevin Elliott, the Director of Psychiatric and Chemical Dependency Services at the Pavilion in Champaign. He'll be standing by to fill questions from students and callers, too. In case you'd like to call 356-9397 or 1-800-223-9397. In fact, we have Pat from Urbana on line one right now. So... Uh, Pat, let's uh, hear what you have to say. How are you? I'm fine. I, I just wanted to ask the kids uh, in their own families, maybe you already addressed this, but in their own families, how they deal with this? Or is there more dialogue? And does it help them uh, as a family come closer together during this crisis? What do you think, Harvin? Um, sure. I mean, around the dinner table, my family, we usually talk about current events and how we're doing in school. But uh, when, when this tragedy, ha- tragedy happened, uh, we, we decided to talk about it and uh, kind of educated each other, each member of our family, about what we knew about it and how we felt about it. That's good. Yeah, I think it brings families closer together because now they have a ground to talk about, you know, especially if they don't talk all that much anyway. But if kids have questions and they can go to their parents and ask what they think about it, and I, I just think it gives a good ground for the families to talk. Was it that way in your family, Pat? Yes, I think uh, pull us together. We've, we've had a lot of discussions about uh, different different ethnic groups and how we um, respond in our own ways now because uh, the, the, the whole world is upside down. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you calling in. Thank you. Okay, take care. I also want to get to uh, Barbara, who's on uh, line two here, and she works with the American Red Cross. Is this uh, Barb Payne? Yes, it is, Diane. How are you? I'm fine. Good to hear from you. What's your uh, perspective on the attack on America? Um, You know, for one thing, I compliment you on this program, and... um, but I, I want to compliment the youth, at least in our area, of East Central Illinois. Um, we have seen such an outpouring, both of donations and of concern, and had so many of the students in our office asking questions and what can they do, and uh, just a, a turnaround, a, a patriotism. A, they, w- they want to do something, and it has been extremely, extremely heartwarming to, to watch. And, what uh, we've had a lot of the students ask is, what, what can they do? How can they ensure their personal safety and all of that? And we're working with a lot of people in terms of disaster awareness and preparedness. So it's opening up a whole new avenue of contact and concern. And I just, I just cannot say enough. We've seen everything from grade schools to college students. We also have received those letters that we're getting on to New York firefighters and policemen. And um, it has just been a wonderful thing to see the students um, get involved and their, their concern. And, and I'm, I'm highly encouraged by it all. Very good. Well, I'm glad you checked in, Barb. Thank you, Diane. Now, as far as um, in your American Red Cross perspective, uh, I've heard that, of course, there's been such an outpouring financially. But is there anything physically that we should be doing? I mean, can we sign up just in case something were to happen in our area so that we're ready for disaster relief? Um, Absolutely. People can become um, Red Cross disaster trained. And more importantly, um, and and I'd love to work with more of the youth to get this out, um, we have disaster preparedness um, speeches and classes and just making sure that your family is aware. I mean, this is a very, I mean, we've turned a corner here in our country, and this is an extremely frightening stage. 
Uh, we also need to be aware of everything else that can happen. So making one prepared in their home with their family, their school, their workplace, and this is where students could play an important role to get more involved in, in getting this information out. Well, in case somebody would like to call you, um, you know, at another time, hopefully they're calling me now. Yeah, they can call you today, <laughs> Diane. <laughs> That's right. What's the number at the American Red Cross here locally? 344-2800. Okay. Thanks for checking in. Oh, no problem. Thanks for doing uh-huh. this. Bye-bye. Okay, we're, um, we're going to take a break shortly here. I appreciate you listening to the radio station today. The Rotary Club of Champaign and the News Gazette have created this opportunity for the youth of our community to have a voice, and we appreciate others calling in now at 3 345- Five six nine three nine seven and one eight hundred two two three nine three nine seven, and I'm Diane Ducey. I'm enjoying uh, visiting with Amanda Schoonover of Unity High School, Harvin Sethi of Champagne Centennial. Uh oh, see, I'm kind of new at this. There we go, and uh, Keanu Hunter, who's from uh, Champagne Central, who's also representing the Don Moyer Boys and Girls Club. We might have uh, Alyssa Combs from Judah Christian join us in this uh, next segment, also as uh, Amanda uh, tries to man the man the phone here as we switch out and get uh, young people's opinion about the attack on America. Thanks for listening today. The Farmers Insurance Group of Companies is well known as a provider of affordable home, life, and auto insurance. They're also a wonderful source of information on retirement planning and annuities. Now the Farmers Insurance Group of Companies makes available to you the Youth Education Safety Program. The program called YES makes insurance available to qualified youthful drivers living in your home at exceptional rates based upon insuring the entire household. For more information about the YES program, call Steve Gibbs at the Farmers Insurance Group of Companies, 367-0040. Attention all kids and parents. Skateland's next all-night skate is scheduled for Saturday, October 20th. Skateland's all-night skate is for kids 7 years and older. You can arrive as early as 6 p.m., but no later than midnight when the doors are locked until 7 a.m. the next morning. And remember, if you're under 18, you won't be allowed to leave before 7 a.m. without your parents' permission. Plan on attending Skateland's all-night skate on Saturday, October 20th. The cost is $15 for admission and skates, and bring extra for your snacks. Skateland, 208 Curtis Road, Savoy, behind pages for all ages. Skateland, fun times for the whole family since 19. Have you heard the expression, as the crow flies? That's the shortest route between two points as seen from the air. But on the ground, the road curves and takes longer to get there. Some high school students are like the crow, taking a straight path from high school to college to career. For them, Parkland College dual credit classes, transferable college credits, and career programs allow their goals to be reached quickly. But for those who are on the ground, following the curving road, maybe making a detour or two, Parkland College is perfect for them too, offering flexibility and understanding. Parkland College, where the journey fits the traveler. The members of the Rotary Club of Champaign are proud to collaborate with the News Gazette and the Radio Center to give the youth of Champaign County a voice through Straight Talk. Straight Talk provides a public forum for the discussing of issues that are important to them and to us. We also support Champaign Centennial's Interact Club, International Youth Exchanges, Group Study Exchange, and Rotary Youth Leadership Awards. Through these efforts, the Rotary Club of Champaign is committed to keeping the future of our community and is promising youth a very bright one. Uh-huh. See, I put some hip music on this show for Straight Talk. <laughs> I thought the uh, teenagers in the room would enjoy this, since we're all survivors. I tell you what, the attack on America is our topic today. My name is Diane Ducey. Thanks for listening to the Radio Center today. We have uh, Kevin Elliott, the Director of Psychiatric and uh, Chemical Dependency Services at the Pavilion in uh, Champaign, Illinois. He's uh, got his degree from Eastern, also licensed by the state of Illinois. Uh, Looks like he has a pretty good resume here and has been working as a therapist for the past uh, 10 years. Uh, Kevin, are you with us? Yes, I am. Very good. Have you been listening to some of our discussion in the first part of Straight Talk? Yes, I have. It's a, gr- it's a great program. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, any feedback on these young people and uh, how they stand mentally at this point after the attack on America? Well, I've been very impressed with uh, the thoughtfulness and intelligence of your uh, guest today. Very good. So, so far, everybody uh, seems stable. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably normal to feel a little unstable in the wake of something like this. But right uh, it sounds like everybody's that. taking this in a healthy way. Uh, any, how are you feeling as far as uh, any feeling? I, I have new uh, panelists here. Let me introduce them real quick, too. <laughs> okay. Alyssa Combs of uh, Judy Christian has now stepped in. And uh, we also have Rebecca Rapolet. Is that Rapolet. Rapolet of uh, Fisher High School who's joined us. And... Um, 
as far as your perspective, I haven't even heard, uh, September 11th, uh, what happened for you at Judah Christian? Um, well, I was in Spanish class. It's my first hour. And um, our PE teacher came in to take the TV, and she was telling us, like, you know, that something had happened at the World Trade Center. And we weren't really sure until about third hour when I went to my history class. And we have a break time in between second hour and third hour. And the TV was on cable on CNN, and we were just watching. And we watched the tower go down, and it was just it was just um, very saddening. And we were all like crowded around the TV and we watched it all th- during third hour. And how about you, uh, Rebecca? Um, it, I heard about it first in the morning. I was getting ready for school and I don't live that far from school so I was taking my time. And I heard about it on the radio. Somebody hit the trade center and I'm like, oh well, okay, I'm going to school. I got a lot to get done. And first hour we talked about it a little bit. Everyone's kind of like, "What's going on? What's what's actually happening here?" And second hour, it wasn't mentioned at all. And then we got into third hour, and there was my history teacher just glued to the screen of the TV. She had it on. Everyone's just walking in and just staring and just staring as they sit down. And we, it kind of freaked us out a little bit. They ended up bringing in people and having them talk to us. And but, you know, it really. Nobody was really sure what was going on. I think at first, when we first saw it all happening, we just assumed maybe a plane got off track and this wasn't so bad. But after the second plane hit, of course, we knew (laughs) something was up. Now, um, since Kevin's on the line with us here, uh, let's talk about the feelings that we felt within the the last two weeks. Uh, Are we feeling any depression? Because certainly at work here, uh, being in broadcasting, I mean, I'm facing it every hour talking about updates and... And sometimes it can be a burden. How about uh, Harvin? Have you felt any depression? Um, not not really any individual depression, but you can kind of sense it when you go around that there's a little there's more of a solemn mood. Um, we have I'm on the golf team, and uh, when we were kind of traveling to a meet that same day on September 11th, you didn't really hear as much uh, talking, and uh, there was a little lower mood, and hmm. um, that's about all I've seen. Okay. Uh, Rebecca, I'm the feeling at Fisher High. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. At this point, I think most people are just trying to get back into their ordinary lives. I mean, we've seen it happen. We know it happened, but nobody. It's kind of old news now. Okay, they found something else out. Okay, that's great. Okay. Okay, back onto life. Well, Kevin, do you have any uh, perspective on getting back into our ordinary lives? Yeah, well, I'd strongly encourage it. I'm glad that we're having programs like this where people are giving an opportunity to talk about it. That's certainly um, something you want to do. You don't want to stuff those feelings and thoughts and perspectives down. You want to get them out into the open. And I think it's uh, very positive to try to get back to uh, our normal day-to-day routine as much as possible. Of course, some things have changed, and perhaps permanently. um, But it's certainly part of the prescription is to get back to a normal routine. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. How about you, Alyssa? Was there any, I'm sure with you being at a Judah Christian high school, that there is more of a, uh, I don't know, spiritual side of this that maybe we're not getting in the public schools? Well, I know that um, we've prayed a lot for uh, these these things and the people there. And um, like my father prays every morning during breakfast, you know, I pray that, you know, that for the people that they would just have strength to make it through. And um, I don't know, it kind of brought us closer together because I think prayer really does bring you closer together as a as a group so when you um, when we got to pray all as a school I mean we pray for things anyway but with this tragedy it's just really um, it's kind of brought us together and it's made a lot of us very proud to be Americans at um, Judah Christian we're just very very in love with our country very good you know we have uh, Rick Williams on the line from Muhammad and uh, Rick are you there yes I am do you have a question for the panel today on this attack on America during Straight Talk? I just uh, would like to hear some of the students' thoughts on, on the American military response to this. Do they sense some impatience that nothing has happened yet among the student body, or is there more of a sense of, uh, of confidence that, that it's good the government has been taking its time, thinking its way through? Uh, which of those perspectives have they seen more? Good point. 
do you know this caller? Uh, um, yeah, he's my history teacher. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, maybe you can uh, respond to Mr. Williams here on the, the military response. Well, Mr. Williams, I think I think we are, we're like, we don't, we're kind of like sitting in like intrepidation. I think that's the word. Like, were you kind of like scared because you're, I mean, I know personally that I'm kind of worried. I don't like any of my friends to go off and be in a war where they might die. And that's just something that I've never had to deal with in my generation. And so um, I think we're kind of waiting and just kind of thinking about, like, what's going to happen next and just kind of waiting to see what what's going to actually happen. I know some of us are, like, ready to go to war. I know. That's true. Harvin? Um, I think personally that our country is making uh, very good decisions in their, in their process. Um, I think it's important that we make a rational decision and uh, find out all the facts before we go and uh, declare war on any country because it's important that we are uh, that we're making the proper decisions because I I remember when there was the US embassy bombings uh, President Clinton uh, decided to uh, attack on a couple of uh, bases that he he thought were involved in the acts but he wasn't really sure and I and I just want I hope that our president makes a proper decision and that we um, make our decision on the right country and those deserving of punishment. How about your perspective on this, uh, Rebecca? Well, I'm kind of in agreement with both of them in some ways. And I, I have a feeling, whether we like it or not, we are going to go to, to war somehow. Um, I'm not very keen on the idea because I have a feeling it's not going to be some kind of, if it does, if we, when we do go to war, it's not going to be your normal, your, what well, is war? It's not normal. Anyway. But it's not going to be what it has in the past. We're not actually focused on one country per se. It could be, I mean, they've been finding terrorists, quote unquote, everywhere. I mean, they could be hiding next door and we never know it. You know, it's kind of a frightening thought. This is, if, if we do, it's just going to be really different. Yes, it is. Uh, Mr. Williams, I'm so glad you checked in today. Thank you. All right, I'm going to uh, let you go, and that's a, an interesting thought, thinking about war and our military yeah. response and how we do have to make a good decision as a country. And certainly we've been coming together as a country. We were yes, talking definitely. earlier here on Straight Talk about our uh, being united as a nation, and, and that is one good thing that's uh, coming out of this all. 356-9397 and 1-800-223-9397 as we talk about the attack on America and let uh, the youth have a voice here in our community. We want to thank the Rotary Club of Champaign and the News Gazette for being a part of this also. And as far as, I, I still have Kevin Elliott uh, on the line here also. Um, have you been noticing a, a pickup in business there at the pavilion, Mr. Elliott? There has been an increase in people calling, uh, having been affected by the terrorist attacks. Um, I've seen people who perhaps have perhaps struggled with depression already an exacerbation in symptoms as a result of uh, coping with the aftermath of the tragedy. Also, people who have, perhaps have a history of uh, having experienced trauma or combat have uh, reported in a little more frequently. I think we'll probably end up seeing more because I think the response will be delayed in many cases. Yes. Uh, let's talk about our families. And um, I know a lot of you students here in front of me have uh, younger siblings. Mm -hmm. And I'd like you to share, uh, has your parents been monitoring their intake of TV and their, the newscasts that they see? Um, or have they been watching their discussions or being pretty free and open about it and letting the kids know about the America they live in today? Uh, let's start with you, Alyssa Combs of Judah Christian. Well, you know, when this first happened, there was lots of things just like flying around, like lots of rumors flying around, like what are we going to do? You know, what's happened? Who did it? And um, so my mom was like trying to keep that all back and just give my sister, my little sister Hillary's 11. She was just trying to give her like the basic facts. And um, that night after I came home from work, they were watching actually a Star Trek movie because the just the news had gotten to be too much and they were just um, and just needed a little bit of a break from it. Okay, Harvin? Do you I have, have a younger sibling? Yes, I have a younger 10-year-old sister, and um, I think my parents thought that she was mature enough to, to handle this, and um, she herself was interested in what was going on, so she decided to watch the news with me uh, when she wanted to. Um, 
And uh, when it didn't become interesting to her, she obviously went and did something else. But but she took in what she wanted to and, and uh, decided to become educated just like all of us are. Have you had discussions with your 10-year-old sister about her perspective on it all? Um, I don't. I haven't really had any direct conversations with her about this. <laughs> Typical sibling. <laughs> but um, I'm sure she has. She has feelings towards this, like many many people do around the country, and um, she has some mature perspectives on it, which is which is pretty interesting. Very good, uh, Rebecca. Well, I have three younger siblings. Okay. Oh, got over blessed there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> And what are their ages? Well, Ben is 12. He'll be 13 in October. And then Daniel is 10, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and Elizabeth is 6. And Especially in handling things with Elizabeth. Um, really, she hasn't been all that interested. I don't, she's young enough. I don't think she really realizes the full impact of this. I mean, she knows what happened. We really haven't. Sheltered, sheltered her per se. If she had a question, yes, we'd answer it, and we just basically whatever. Well, <laughs> whatever. As a mother, um, I don't know if you guys realize this because I haven't really been sharing my perspective at all. But <laughs> I, I was there in New York City when it happened. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I oh, had uh, gotten married on September seventh, and September eighth through the eleventh was my honeymoon in New York oh, City. Oh no! <laughs> so I was fifteen blocks away from it all when it was <sighs> happening, and. Um, of course, my thought was I have a four-year-old daughter, and she turned four oh. on September 13th. So uh, I immediately oh. just, my motherly instinct, wanted to get home right away. Yeah. Yeah. But with the airport closing and uh, oh, all kinds of yeah. subway trouble, and of course, uh, everything was crazy there in New York City at the time when I was there. Um, we ended up renting a car on Wednesday and uh, on the 12th. We waited three hours in line, and, uh, oh but we were, we were so grateful that we at least got a car out yeah. of Manhattan. Yeah. And uh, we're able to drive just 16 hours straight <laughs> home so that oh. I could be with my daughter, uh, who sure. turned four. So her perspective on it, of course, she's only four. But with her having her mother, uh, you know, there, she had people coming up to her, you know, daycare and stuff like that, asking, you know, how is your mom? Because they knew I was in New York yeah. City. So um, she said, those bad guys, you know, who made those buildings fall down. <laughs> uh, everybody's starting to get out the flags these days to show that they love their mm -hmm. country. And she was talking to somebody, and I couldn't believe she was saying all this. <laughs> I was so touched. So, uh, but, you know, she was saying that yeah. I was fine. And it's certainly um, something that we all are coming together on as families, and I'm glad that there's open discussions happening at the dinner table. And you, do you find your uh, families not going out for McDonald's as much, but uh, enjoying family dinners at home and having more free discussions <laughs> mm -hmm. because of this? Possibly? I don't know. I just, I think we're, we just want to stay, you know, you do want to stay together. I think that was one of the main things, like on September 11th, I know I was kind of like, oh, I just want to go home or I want to go to New York and help somebody. Yeah. So. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Well, I just think we appreciate more yeah. of our family yeah. time yes, after this has happened. So I guess that's the point I'm trying to make. If you have a comment, call 356-9397 or 1-800-223-9397. And we'll try to get you on the air on Straight Talk. Uh, I, I think um, I was going to go to a break, but I don't see Brian. <laughs> Kevin Elliott is on the line here. We were just talking about families uh, getting back to normal around the supper table. Any uh, thoughts on that? Well, one thing I've noticed is that um, an event like this makes you realize, I think, perhaps that life is short, and, and uh, perhaps the one good thing that can come out of it is appreciating what you do have, including your families and people you love, and, and maybe taking care of unfinished business. You, you might not want to put things off anymore, knowing just how short life is. Okay. Uh, good advice. You know, if anybody has any questions and would like to call you uh, there at the pavilion, what's the number, Kevin? It's uh, 373-1700. That's around the clock, 24 hours a day. If you're outside the community but in Illinois, you can use our 800 number, which is 1-800-373-1700. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, we're going to take a break here, and then we'll be back with more Straight Talk as we focus on the recent attack on America.
Attention all kids and parents. Skateland's next all-night skate is scheduled for Saturday, October 20th. Skateland's all-night skate is for kids 7 years and older. You can arrive as early as 6 p.m., but no later than midnight when the doors are locked until 7 a.m. the next morning. And remember, if you're under 18, you won't be allowed to leave before 7 a.m. without your parents' permission. Plan on attending Skateland's all-night skate on Saturday, October 20th. The cost is $15 for admission and skates, and bring extra for your snacks. Skateland, 208 Curtis Road, Savoy, behind pages for all ages. Skateland, fun times for the whole family since 19. Have you heard the expression, as the crow flies? That's the shortest route between two points as seen from the air. But on the ground, the road curves and takes longer to get there. Some high school students are like the crow, taking a straight path from high school to college to career. For them, Parkland College dual credit classes, transferable college credits, and career programs allow their goals to be reached quickly. But for those who are on the ground, following the curving road, maybe making a detour or two, Parkland College is perfect for them too, offering flexibility and understanding. Parkland College, where the journey fits the traveler. The Farmers Insurance Group of Companies is well known as a provider of affordable home, life, and auto insurance. They're also a wonderful source of information on retirement planning and annuities. Now the Farmers Insurance Group of Companies makes available to you the Youth Education Safety Program. The program called YES makes insurance available to qualified youthful drivers living in your home at exceptional rates based upon insuring the entire household. For more information about the YES program, call Steve Gibbs at the Farmers Insurance Group of Companies, 367-0040. As the News Gazette approaches its 150th year of keeping our readers informed, we are proud to be partnering with Champaign Rotary Club, WDWS, WHMS, to expand the opportunities for the youth of our community to have a voice. We encourage you to listen and engage yourself in the conversations with our youth as they discuss the very important issues that affect their lives and ours. We hope you will listen each month to Straight Talk and follow the news about area youth in spinoff each Thursday in the News Gazette. Thanks so much for listening to Straight Talk. My name is Diane Ducey. I'm here with students from around Champaign County. We have 12 high schools represented as uh, the Rotary Club of Champaign and the News Gazette thought it'd be a good idea for the youth of our community to have a voice. And I think it's a good idea too. What about you girls? Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A chance to step up to the mic. Rebecca uh, Rapplier. Yay! Yay, You got got it. Fisher High School. (laughs) Amanda Schoonover from uh, Unity High School. And uh, Harvin Sethi is now uh, manning the phone. So if you want to call him at 356-9397, he's uh, with Champaign Centennial. If you know any uh, of these students at your high school, make sure you're calling up and uh, saying hello and uh, asking a question about the recent attack on America. Uh, Kayana Hunter is also here from Champaign Central, and she's uh, representing the Don Moyer Boys and Girls Club. So um, have we got anything uh, breaking here, Rebecca, that we need to take um. note of? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a question. I guess, I'm guess i not totally sure who this is from. And what's it say? Um, as a Christian nation, how far should we go with this? Should this be easy for us to forgive? And I think we were just about getting ready to talk about something along these lines. That's right. So that's Amanda, really awesome. Amanda said that uh, she ran across something that she felt was touching. Yeah. Um, as I was reading through the Bible during a Wednesday meeting at church, we ran into Romans 12, verse 20 through 21. And it says, If your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil evil with good. And um, I think this is important because it's saying we can't hate people. I mean, we can't turn around and do back to people what people have done to us. Yeah. And um, how do you feel about that, Alyssa? Um, well, I agree that we have to... Um, I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about the revenge thing quite yet. I'm still working through that. But um, I know that that we should not go out and, um, you know, like bomb some place that would have like as many innocent people as were killed in our country because that would just that would just kind of defeat the purpose of justice. I think that this is what bin Laden is wanting us to do. Mm-hmm. He wants us to fight back. He, he wants power over us and he wants us to get mad. And I think this is saying that, that we should love him although that sounds hard we should just try hard to say you know you've done this I mean we we won't ever forgive him but just let him 
I, I don't know. I, I guess I don't know really what I'm trying to say with yeah. that. But. Yeah. I, th- I think in some ways the key right now is just patience. We need to be patient yeah. with what happens. Yes. We need to find out exactly what's going <clears throat> on here and how we can deal with it the most effectively. Instead don't of retaliate. Yeah, yeah, don't retaliate. Right. Yeah. Without yeah. having a uh, quick uh, yeah. thought-out method. Yeah. I have uh, Jenny on uh, line one from... Um, P- from uh, possum, possum tum. I know, <laughs> I know, it's possum. <laughs> How you doing today, Jenny? I'm doing quite well. Well, do you have a comment for us for straight talk? Um, I was just wanted to comment of what you were saying earlier. Um, I agree with you by um, with the revenge thing. Since the, what has attacked us is a sort of a minority group. We it is again. We cannot just um, just go and bombing Afghanistan like it seems like the majority of the population wants to do. And it seems really hard since it is just terrorists. It is not a country against, uh, yeah. against us. And it seems like we, it's sort of like a way that we can't go to war because it's sort of like a private militia that is against us and Invisible not a whole enemy. country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you find uh, amongst your peers that people want to fight somebody and do something? I have many friends who are in um, the military and who are fighting with the government and who are on alert and who are on call right now and who are out there. And it's been hitting really home with me right now because uh, just knowing that my friends are out there fighting for this country. But within our school, um, there's just a pride in there and yet a hint of fear because they're scared of what, what's going to happen in, was, in this shortcoming future and for years to come. I mean, how, we know it's going to affect us for many, many years to come, and just our entire lives have been changed yes. because of it. Definitely. Well, I appreciate your comments, Jenny. Thank you. All right. I'm going to go to uh, Harleen on line two here. Oops, I have to uh, – <laughs> I hope I didn't goof that up. Harleen. Hi. How you doing? Fine, thanks. How about you? Good. Welcome to Straight Talk. What's your comment? Um, well, as Harvin was talking, um, he wanted to know what my feelings were. Yes. And, um, well, I, I, I made, my, ribbon, my mom and I made ribbons for the school, <laughs> um, patriotic ribbons with red, white, and blue, and we um, gave them out to teachers, and I find that they're still wearing them, and we, my dad right away called the Red Cross and volunteered to um, help as a doctor because he's a doctor. And um, I just I just think that wh- whoever just did this, um, the government will track them down and do whatever they can to help stop terrorists. So you have faith in our government? Yeah, I do. Very good. Mm-hmm. And you're 10 years old? Pardon me? Are you 10? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm glad you checked in. Aren't you yeah. proud of your brother? Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and what school do you go to? Barksdale Elementary School. Very good. Well, thanks for uh, shedding that light on this subject. I think uh, showing our patriotism with yeah. red, white, and blue ribbons and the things that you did are great. Keep up yep. the good work. All right, thank you. Um, Alyssa Combs, uh, I know that you have some comments of uh, fellow students. Uh, I know that they've written out some things. I find that uh, writing in a journal or just uh, writing an essay, sometimes that's the best way to sort out yeah. your feelings. So share with us some of the things you've got. Well, I have. Um, I asked my civics class to write out what they thought and what they, how this terrorism affected them. And, and because I, it's radio, keep it to 30 seconds or less. All right. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 I'm sure that the kids at the class are probably like, well, how long do you want this to be? Um, well... I had both ends of the spectrum, actually. I had one, um, Ben, from my civics class, right? This tragedy has affected me, has affected everyone, whether they had a family member involved or they just simply were watching the news. It affected me in a different way, though. I feel more proud to be an American. The way we came together after it was amazing. It made me proud. The way we are defending ourselves and the world from terrorism now also makes me proud. So this tragedy has instilled in me a love for my country. And I'm, I had another friend that drew a picture that he got from a political cartoon. Uh-huh. And it has... Eagle's claws going down over um, a like this rat character that's supposed to present um, Osama bin Laden. I see him holding a gun there. Yeah, and he's holding a gun. So I just I think that um, we're feeling a real national pride and and a way that we're going to take care of this. And um, even you know 
it may not be asthma, but, you know, we're going to take care of whoever did this. And so there are many people who are just feeling very American towards this. Well, I know with uh, Osama bin Laden, of course, we've heard that name over and over again, yeah. and he seems to be the uh, prime suspect of sorts. But um, you're right. Uh, we, we just don't know at this point, and we, mm -hmm. we just got to make sure we're... We're well-researched before we go into anything. Yes, We're uh, talking about the recent attack on America. 356-9397 and 1-800-223-9397 are numbers. And uh, Alyssa Combs uh, brought a few things from uh, Judy Christian. She has uh, one more thing to share. You don't have to read so fast. I, I was just joking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, I read fast anyway. I'll slow right. down. <laughs> and then I had a, a person that wrote me, um, and, she, and they just wanted to um, remain anonymous, but they felt... This is what they wrote. Honestly, I just don't think about it anymore. At first, I was worried about World War III and the end of the world, but now it just kind of seems like a bad dream. It's out there somewhere. It happened to someone, but it really doesn't have a whole lot to do with me. I'm tired of hearing about it, watching it on TV, and I don't want to read another newspaper article or watch another tribute to a New York. I don't want to donate blood to the Red Cross, and I don't want to give $50 to any celebrity organization. I just want to get back to my life. I know that things aren't the same, but people die every day, and I'm not trying to sound selfish or block it out of my mind. I just want life to go back to the way it was on September 10th. And when I called her, them, they said, um, you know, that this sounded kind of bad, but what they were saying, what they just truly wanted to say there was that they, they really wanted to get back to what life was really like, you know, before September 10th. They didn't want to stop it or, you know, go, this is, we don't want this in my life anymore. I'm not going to think about it. They just wanted, they just wanted to go back to that, you know, time. I'm not sure. Do I still have Kevin Elliott with me? Yes, I'm still here. All right. Hi. What's your reflection on that? Well, you know, I think there is a strong desire. I, I guess I have two thoughts. There's a strong desire to get back to, to normal, to get back to normal. On the other hand, I think that uh, there was also this kind of mention in there of this feeling like a bad dream, and I think that's been pretty common, too, that uh, there's a sense of unreality about it, too. And uh, I guess maybe because we get inundated with images like that quite a bit through through television and movies, and uh, I've heard a lot of people say that felt like a movie, and um, so I guess that's a reflection of mine, too, that there's this, that's kind of a typical part of the grieving process, I think, this desire to um, to get back to normal and also kind of a feeling of denial of the reality of it. Mm -hmm. Thanks for that reflection. Uh, Kevin Elliott from the uh, Pavilion uh, joining us on Straight Talk today. I also have uh, Jenna on line one here. How are you doing today, Jenna? Fine, how are you? I'm fine. What's your comment for Straight Talk today? Um, well, earlier you said something about a, politica, a political cartoon. Mm -hmm. That reminded me of another one where it had uh, a picture of the Statue of Liberty, and behind it was all the smoke from the trade oh, yeah. towers. I saw that one, yeah. I like that one. And the um, caption, said, caption said, still she stands. So it's kind of like even if uh, you attack um, us, we're still united, and we still have our liberty and stuff, and you can't take that away from us. Mm -hmm. Very yeah. good comment. Where are you calling from today? Champaign. And what school do you attend? I'm homeschooled. Okay, very good. And uh, as far as being homeschooled, are you uh, getting a good dose of news, reading the newspapers, talking about this with your parents? Yeah, I guess. Um, actually, we haven't been doing school so much as we used to because mom's been at work a lot. Sorry, she's not, she used to be in the Army, but she's not anymore. She's just being called to work at the library a lot. So. Well, I'm glad you shared your reflections on the, this attack on America. Thanks for calling, Jenna. Sure. Bye. Okay. And 356-9397 and 1-800-223-9397 are our lines here at the radio station. I'm Diane Ducey, and uh, my panelists today uh, have been Rebecca Rapplier. <laughs> I don't know why. I choke every time I see it. It happens to everybody. Don't worry Fisher about High it. School, the Go Bunnies. Uh, Amanda Schoonover of uh, Unity High School, Go Rockets. Uh, Harvin Sethi of uh, Champaign Centennial. Uh-oh, is this Maroons or, no. or Chargers? Chargers. Okay. <laughs> I always get them confused. I'm sorry. Uh, Judy Christian, what's your mascot? We are just the tribe. The tribe. We don't have, like, an animal or anything like that. It's oh. just the tribe. Okay. Alyssa Combs, obviously, here. And uh, Champagne Central is the roots. There we go. Uh, Kayana Hunter here, also representing the Don Moyer Boys and Girls Club. We've uh, appreciated hearing your voices today, and I'm glad that you're standing loud and proud representing the youth of our area. And as we recount what happened on September 11th, I want to uh, tap into some of our patriot feelings 
uh, feelings as Americans. And uh, is that a stronger feeling than it was on September 10th? Um, I know I was in church on Sunday, and there was a my the leader talked about um, how they they were they talked about how we always say the pledge of allegiance, and this guy was talking about how he you know he really felt those words, and he really they just meant a new thing to him, and it wasn't that they were different words; it was just that the meaning is different. And I think that's really true. We are we have something that it made us proud to be Americans, and um, this this tragedy has really I know brought just a you know, you just feel proud to be part of this country, yep. to stand up. I have a comment from a friend of mine. I asked her what the meaning of being an American to her was, and this is Jackie from Sador. She said, it means I'm free. I can do as I please and not have to worry about anything. I'm protected, and I know I will be taken care of by our government. All right. Yeah. That's encouraging. Yeah. And, uh, Rebecca, any thoughts on being an American? Well, yeah. I guess. Um, I really don't, I think, I think we are more united now, and I think that's really awesome, but I have a kind of a different opinion of this. I, I have a feeling that most of this patriotism that we've been seeing lately isn't totally a good thing. I mean, I, that sounds like really strange to say, but I've got like a totally different opinion than everybody else. Um, you think it's going to be short-lived? Well, I think I I am a Christian, and I asked a f- my – I have to tell the story because otherwise it doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Um, I asked my campus life director if there was anything in the Bible on this, and he sent me this sermon from a pastor in Times Square. I can't remember the name at the moment, but it 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 talked about some stuff he's seen, and he said that, he thinks God was using this as a um, way to get our attention. You know, yeah. he attacks us. We, I, you have to admit, we're not the best. Um, we're not very. Um, okay, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. We're not. We're kind of corrupt as a nation. I mean, yeah. most people don't see it that way, but we kind of are. And um, God was saying, "I've had enough of this. I'm going to try and get your attention by hurting you." Maybe it'll work. I've tried to get your attention every other way I can. I'm going to try and hurt you and see if that'll help. And um, that's what the bo- the the planing, the um, what happened, the attacks were. And he was just trying to get our attention. But the message that um, the pastor was giving is that um, instead of turning to God for our strength turning to God for our revenge, turning to God for everything, we've turned to ourselves and we've said we are strong, we will rebuild, we will yeah. we will conquer, you know, we will take care of this. It's us. We are going to be the ones. Yeah. And I, I really don't see it's not that good of a thing because according to what has happened in the past in the Bible with, like, Israel, it's something happened similar to Israel mm-hmm. in the time of Isaiah. Um, they were corrupt, and God said, I've had enough. He had a country attack them. It took out two of their provinces, and then um, they did the same thing we're doing right now, that we're turning to ourselves for our strength. And eventually God ended up um, exiling them. He sent them into another country as slaves, and I'm just afraid that if we keep relying on our own strength that we're not going to get through this. Interesting yeah. thought from Rebecca. We're starting to wrap up Straight Talk now, and I'd like to thank uh, Kevin Elliott for being a part of the program, too, from the Pavilion. Thank you, Kevin. My pleasure. And again, uh, if anybody has any thoughts or wants to follow up with you, th- uh, 373-1700 is the number at the Pavilion, right? That's right. Uh, you have a good day. Thank you very much. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. And uh, Straight Talk is... A new program. It's uh, something new that uh, we've experienced today from the Rodeo Club of Champaign and the News Gazette. And uh, we're glad that you, uh, everybody stepped up to the mic and had this opportunity today. Thank you, everybody. Mm-hmm. And Thank you. Uh, I, I want to remind you that next time we do this, next month, our topic will be, do you know music. what it is? Music. Yes, like music. music. How yeah. is music affecting uh, today's youth, and uh, what what are you hearing in those lyrics and things like that? So yeah. it should be an interesting discussing it, that next time on Straight Talk. So thank you so much for listening today.
Thank you for listening to Straight Talk on News Talk 1400, WDWS, and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS, Champaign-Urbana. Representatives from the Youth Committee from 12 area high schools in Champaign County have enjoyed working with the Rotary Club of Champaign and the News Gazette discussing this topic. Be sure to join us next time as we give students a voice in our community. And if you think of a comment or suggestion, feel free to call the Radio Center at 351-5300 and ask for Diane Ducey or click on her page and send an email through WHMS or WDWS.com. We appreciate our sponsors, Parkland College, Farmers Insurance, and Skateland. And we are glad you made some time to hear out today's young adults on Straight Talk.